shit that's probably gone through You can have it Since it's automatic Alright guys Welcome back To the Webheads Podcast Episode 7 been a long week since last week. A very long week since we last recorded. <laughs> yes, I'm still stuck in my car. I haven't been able to leave for a whole week. You guys just missed our grandfather asking what was going on in the car. <laughs> we knew it was going to happen, but you guys just missed it. Uh, my name is Steven. Hopefully you guys know that. If not, welcome. If you don't know that, then now you know. <laughs> now you know. This is my co-host, my brother, DeMarco. Hello there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming today and uh, taking the time to, uh, you know, listen to our show. Because we have a lot of fun recording. Um, This is something that we are very, uh, would you say, passionate about. You know, we like comics. Yeah, I would say that, actually. I, uh, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this. Uh, I... The only reason I got into comics was because of you. You actually, I, when you had gotten back into comics, or had really like actively started reading them, and what was that, like 2011, 12, somewhere around there? Yeah, when I finally got a job and was able to buy things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think you had given me, uh, I think you were reading an Avengers story. Oh, it might have been like Avengers versus X-Men or something like that. Yeah, I think that's what it was, and you had given those to me uh, to read because you were saying how good they were. Uh, so I wanted to check them out, and then that's what got me into reading them. And now here we are. Yeah, we got our own show, talking about Marvel Comics, you know, doing our thing. It's Yeah, it's been almost t- 10 years solid I've been reading comics. Yeah. Like, off and on. Yeah, actually kind of fell out of it um for a couple years just because i was a little light on money i couldn't buy as many comics as i wanted so uh i had to kind of fall off of it but you actually got me into uh the marvel unlimited app because i had heard about it before very good app and i was just you told me that you were using it and you know all the books you can read on there and i was like maybe i should just give it a shot you know it'd been a while since i had left comics and i think i'd actually left in like the middle of a lot of different series too so i was like maybe i should just get back into it and finish off the series and everything and yeah yeah marvel unlimited has a lot of good stuff there there's some bits and pieces of random stories that are missing from in there um but the then they have the marvel comics app that usually has a copy of it so most of the time you have to pay for them over there uh, individually, oh. but uh, everything that I haven't found on Marvel Unlimited, I found on the Marvel Comics app, which is kind of worked out. It's actually helped on the podcast at one point, so yeah, helped me a lot. The only problem that I have with Marvel Unlimited is just that uh, with the newer stuff, it takes I think it's like three months now after it comes out. Yeah. Oh, uh, and if real quick, mm-hmm. if you, anybody hears that beeping sound, it's my grandpa's space car backing up. So. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish you could turn it off, but I don't, <laughs> just, anytime it goes in reverse, it's just this beep, beep, so ignore that, but continue. Yeah, and it, it seems like he's backing up very slowly, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, with Marvel Unlimited, it, it seems like, uh, it's about three, I used to be six months, I believe. Yeah. From when it first came out, and now it's three, um, but it's still good. It I I obviously am not reading stuff that just came out this month on there, but um, that actually leads me into what I've been reading this week. And what have you been reading this week? I've been reading uh, a new Shang Chi. I only read one uh, issue because that's all they have on Marvel Unlimited right now. But it is uh, Shang Chi versus the Marvel Universe. Yeah, that's what I was. I was was meaning to tell you that because we talked about what would be the continuation of the story that you read uh, for Shang-Chi yeah. last time and I, I saw that one and I saw that it was a continuation I meant to tell you yeah yeah it's it's, it's almost immediately after so uh it, I like I said I only read the first issue but uh Shang-Chi is basically trying to learn how to handle uh real life and being the supreme commander of the five weapons society at the same time uh, he goes on a date 
And then he ends up getting attacked. And Sister Dagger's just kind of like waiting outside to make sure that he's okay. Uh, so when he gets attacked, Sister Dagger comes in to try to save him. And she tries to kill the guy with their dagger. And then Spider-Man shows up <laughs> and shoots some <laughs> webs at the dagger to stop her. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, Spider-Man says that he's uh, doing research on a drug ring. Or it might have been a gun ring. Either way, bad. Yeah. And <laughs> Shang-Chi says he's uh, been doing research on uh, either a drug or a gun ring. So <laughs> they're doing opposite research. But they uh, Spider-Man thinks that they might be looking into the same thing. So they decide to team up. And because they're maybe looking into the same cases, uh, Shang-Chi's a little bit reluctant to have Spider-Man come help because he's not completely comfortable with being the supreme commander yet and he doesn't want like all this excess like like i already have my sister here who i <laughs> i literally just met like <laughs> last month <laughs> and we're like kind of doing a mission together and now like i have spider-man who doesn't stop talking <laughs> just kind of distracting me so in the middle of it uh, Spider-Man gets attacked by the leader of the the crime ring, which they did find out is uh, the crime ring and the drug ring are uh, all one thing. And the, yeah, like I said, the crime ring leader attacked Spider-Man, and then he um, starts turning into like this crazy like monster with like like legs come out of his back and like they have claws and it's just nuts. Oh, cool. And yeah. They and then they beat and then Shang Chi and Sister Dagger end up beating Spider Man bad enough to uh, turn him regular again, which is <laughs> I want to beat you so bad you're gonna turn regular again. <laughs> so I mean, if you listen to last week's episode, uh, Namor got hit in the head and he got amnesia and then got hit in the head again and then it reversed. <laughs> so this is kind of the same thing. It seems like. Uh, what is that? Uh, 50, almost 60 years later, <laughs> they're doing the same thing. <laughs> so, yeah, he's Spider-Man's regular again, but he's kind of out of it. And then it turns out that the crime ring is using weapons and drugs developed by the uh, Five Weapon Society, which was at the time led by Zeng Zhu. So this oh. is part of his crime ring that they busted up. But they they weren't aware of that they weren't aware that that was the case. Uh, so now Spider-Man thinks that he just helped Shang-Chi, I guess, uh, partake in criminal activities. Ooh, not what he's the, it says, he down for. It's interesting. The next issue says it's going to be Shang-Chi versus Captain America. Oh. So, yeah, I was... Uh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. When I seen it, and it says Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe, because... If you guys don't know, there have been, um, like, miniseries called, you know, X Character versus the Marvel Universe. Yeah, Deadpool versus the Marvel Universe. And... Punisher versus Marvel. And, and those are usually, like, alternate reality stories, and they usually end up killing these characters. Um, yeah. So when I seen there's Shang-Chi versus the Marvel Universe, I was thinking, like, if this is a continuation, you know, it's still in the main 616 universe, and... So, like, what's what's really going on? Is it going to be, like, people dying? Is it going to be, you know, how are they going to do it? But this kind of explains it. Um, yeah, I, I thought that that was going to be the case, too, because I read, a while back, I read Dead, Deadpool versus the Marvel Universe. Mm. And, yeah, obviously, in that one, he's just going through killing everybody. Yeah. And then, like, on the first page of this one, it, like, you know how they kind of just do, like, their own little separate page and then go into the story? Yeah. Like, Shang-Chi was like, Spider-Man, don't make me have to kill you. Oh, yeah. I, page. I think I opened the issue. I started and I read, like, that and maybe, like, the first couple of pages. I remember seeing that part. Yeah. So I was I was confused, too. Like, is like, he's just going to go, like, on a, a murderous spree yeah. here? <laughs> so I was, <laughs> that's, that's honestly why I read it. Because I was like, okay, this is going to get interesting. But I even after I read it, I'm still going to... It's interesting enough for me to want to keep reading it. Yeah. There was... What was I reading? There was something I was reading. I gotta find it or see if the second issue's up. It was a fairly recent 
run of something. I just forgot what it was. But it basically it w- took place in an alternate universe where... Um, I don't know. I forgot exactly what happened. But basically, people started either turning into like monsters or I think the the Inhumans released the Terrigen Mist. And they started turning mm-hmm. everybody into like different monsters and creatures and stuff like that. Um, I feel like I know what you're talking about, too. And like there's a kid who... His whole family either, like, turned or died, and he's living on his own, pretty much. Well, it was him, his grandma, and his sister, and then his sister finally, like, transformed and, like, took off. The grandmother died, so he decided to go out on his own, like, a young kid, maybe, like, 10 or 12 or something. Goes off on his own to try to find... He goes to New York to try to find the heroes to help him, and he gets a ride from, like, a trucker who I believe is Johnny Blaze, uh, who has, like, a truck and everything and ends up being, go- yeah, he ends up being Ghost Rider. The kid gets freaked out, um, and then he gets saved by Daredevil, who takes him to Peter Parker's house, mm-hmm. who, and Peter has a daughter, too, and he's trying to just keep her safe and keep a low profile and everything, and the kid and Peter and Peter's kid are, like, kind of, you know, warming up to each other, but Peter is, like, I don't want him here. Why'd you bring him to me? You know, I can't protect him. And I think that was where, like, the first issue ended, but I forgot what it, it was. It sounds like, like, I don't know if it is, but it sounds like Marvel Zombies. I feel like it was, like, a Marvel Zombies Because it was, like, related. three different runs of that. Yeah. That were all kind of, like, the same continuations of each other. I don't know. I don't think it was, like, I got to find it. I don't think it was Marvel Zombies, but it it reminded me of that. It could have been. Did you ever watch the one where they had like, uh, like ape versions? Marvel Mm -hmm. Apes or something like that. Yeah, I I remember when it came out like early, like in the mid two thousands or something like that. But I never read it. I don't think it was bad. (laughs) I hated it, but I I read. I was at that point. I was kind of like in just like a like a zone where I was only reading like the weirdest stuff I could find. <laughs> so I, I, I read all the Marvel zombie stuff. I read the apes one. Uh, I read the, the Punisher issue with Eminem. <laughs> There's been some really bad ones that I've gone through. <laughs> Very bad. Well, yeah, I mean, that's all I haven't read too much, but I want to get back into that and try to find that, uh, that story and then i'll let you guys know from there all right we'll talk about that on next week's then if you can find it but uh yeah we'll do that and but let's get into the main focus of today's story which what do we got today is a doozy there's a mind and uh body switching there's confusion on who is who there's some surprise cameos uh by some characters so we're in for a lot today, people. I hope you guys are excited because we got a we got a good episode today. Uh, it's like Freaky Friday. Yeah, it bas- it's literally Freaky Friday. <laughs> 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 Lindsay Lohan's in it. Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is eating her uh, Activia. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be a great one. She's regular. <laughs> Um, but what I'm reading is, uh, actually, Daredevil, it starts in Daredevil, ends with Fantastic Four, so, like, if you guys remember last week, I said, or we talked about, uh, that Marvel had this weird thing where they would start storylines in one book, or one series, and then end it in a totally different series, on, like, a random-ass number. (laughs) Yeah. So... This week I read uh, Daredevil, well, the main storyline happened in Daredevil 37, 38, and then Fantastic Four 73. <laughs> so it, it's a huge jump, uh, but it's it was a very simple yet strange kind of uh, story, just based off of, again, I haven't read too many uh, new, older books, uh, before we started the podcast. So just mm-hmm. kind of knowing the characters that I know now and how they are now, 
and then going back and reading their stories then is very kind of like makes me wonder like why are these characters interacting with each other but uh it's very interesting so i'll kind of just start off with uh the the follow-up to issue number 37 basically if you don't know who daredevil is it's his name is matt murdoch he is a lawyer in a house kitchen in new york and he is blind but Mm -hmm. uh, he became blind as a young child uh, but developed special powers to where he basically has a sonar sense. He can still s- technically see, but he uses, like, he has very heightened senses. Smell, hearing, um, touch. Um, what's the other sense besides sight? Taste. <laughs> yeah, I guess he can taste really <laughs> well, too. Um, but, and then he sees through echolocation, so he goes yeah, by... He got his powers from uh, the same... Uh, accident is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, thing. yeah. Fun fact: if you guys didn't know that, the same toxic waste that flew in a young Murdoch, Matt Murdoch's face, uh, fell into the sewers and then landed on some turtles, and they became the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which is yeah. kind of funny if you guys. <laughs> but they're not Marvel <laughs> characters. Um, but yeah, so he he has these powers since he was a kid. And he uses this to kind of serve justice uh, as a lawyer, but also as a vigilante in Hell's Kitchen. Um, and his lawyer side, he has uh, he he's also a lawyer with his best friend Foggy Nelson. Uh, they have a law firm, Nelson and Murdoch and Nelson, or Nelson and Murdoch, one of those. And then they have an assistant, Karen Page, who is also mixed in with all of their uh, shenanigans and everything like that. Just like the TV show. Just like the TV show. If you guys uh, haven't seen the Netflix show, it's pretty good. I I can't recommend any of the other Netflix Marvel shows, so those are kind of up to you I if wouldn't. you want to watch. But Daredevil's the first season good. of Jessica Jones wasn't bad, but... Yeah, Jessica Jones isn't bad. Just kind of... For me, there wasn't enough superhero in there. I like my shows mm-hmm. to be filled with Easter eggs and superheroes and funny costumes and this and that. There's not enough of that in there for me. But I digress. Yeah, it's not that hard, Netflix. <laughs> Apparently it was, because Iron Fist was trash. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll start off uh, just to follow up are the follow-up issues leading into the main storyline. So, basically, Foggy, Matt, Karen are in their offices, you know, just chatting it up. And then a supervillain, the Trapster, just bursts through the window. Just somehow... They're confused because they're, like, in a high-rise building, and this guy just burst through the window like he just walked in off the street. And uh, if you don't know who the Trapster is, his main power, or not even a power, his devices that he has, it's a gun that shoots really sticky glue. So he basically just shoots glue on you where it looks really kind of gross, and you're stuck. You can't move. You can't get out of it. It's super strong adhesive. Is that just paste is pop peep? Kind of. <laughs> I don't know why it was so hard to think of powers for these guys back in the 60s, but yeah, he... Uh, glue. <laughs> yeah, give him glue. He, he, so he busts through the window, he glues down Karen and Foggy, and they're just stuck. But he go, he leaves Matt unstuck because he's blind. So he's like, I'll just leave you alone because I feel sorry for you, basically. <laughs> and he... He bursts through the building basically because he wants legal advice, but he doesn't want to pay for it. So his legal question is, if I murder somebody and there's no body, can I still go to jail? And Matt Murdock <laughs> is sort of just like, well, I need more context in order to give you an answer. He's like, you're going to answer my question based off of the <laughs> what I asked you. And he's like, well, who are you trying to kill? And he says, well, I was defeated by the Fantastic Four. Uh... I plan on killing Daredevil because that'll give me my respect back with the other villains. And Matt Murdock is like thinking to himself, crap, I'm Daredevil and I can't (laughs) let him know that I'm Daredevil and I can't give him advice that (laughs) can get him out of the crime. So this has to be pace pop. It has to be. (laughs) So he's like, he's like, I don't think you can go to jail. uh, But again, I need more context. So, uh, Trapster's like, well, here, I know you're good with Daredevil. Tell him that I'm coming for him. 
and <laughs> I'm coming to kill him. And then he's like, if you don't do it, I'll come back and kill you. So then he leaves. Uh, Matt is like thinking to himself, it's like, oh crap, like what do I do? So he, first thing he does is he uh, releases Foggy and Karen from the glue that they were trapped in. Uh, by using nail polish remover, remover that Karen has in her desk. So he pours that on. Karen's, like, giving him direction on, oh, pour, pour closer to this way because, you know, he's blind. <laughs> and they don't know that he's Daredevil. Um, so he releases them. And, oh, fun fact, uh, at this time, Matt is actually pretending to be not only Matt Murdock, but he's also pretending to be his fake twin brother, Mike Murdock. Oh, this is perfect. And Daredevil. So he told Foggy and Karen that Mike Murdoch is also is Daredevil. And so that way he can kind of get around the fact that he leaves when Daredevil shows up and he's not Daredevil and all this and that. So uh, after he releases Foggy and Karen, they're like, we need to tell Mike that the Trapster is looking for him. He's planning on killing him. But <laughs> Matt's like, uh... We can't do that. I don't have his phone number. And Foggy's like, you don't have his phone number. You're his brother. He's like, yeah, he just never gave it to me. I don't know. And then, so they're like, well, why don't we go down to his place? He's like, well, I don't know where he lives. And they're like, well, how do you not know where your brother lives? I've seen you go to his place. I've never met my brother. I don't know what you guys want me to say. Matt's just like, he's very secretive. I just don't know what you guys want me to do. And <laughs> we Foggy, only communicate by mail. <laughs> Foggy's like, I find it a little weird that this man threatens to kill your brother and you're just kind of nonchalant and don't really care to even contact him to let him know that this man's looking for him. And he's like, well, me being caught up in this doesn't fix any issues, Foggy, so I don't see why you want me to be so uh, hysterical about it. And Karen and Foggy are just like, you know, you're acting really weird. I don't think... Your, your head's in the right place. Maybe you should go somewhere and, you know, be by yourself for a little bit. So mm-hmm. Matt leaves, and he's coming up with a plan. He's like, dang, like, my friends think I'm an asshole now because I don't care about my imaginary <laughs> brother, and I need to figure out how to stop Trapster before he hurts me or anybody that Daredevil is associated with. So what he does is he starts looking around the town for Trapster because he figures if he can find Trapster before Trapster finds him. He can somehow, you know, use Element of Surprise to take him out. So he ends up, but little does he know, Trapster never actually left. He just left the building and waited outside because he knew Daredevil would come around as soon as he left. <laughs> and basically, he does that. He, Matt, or Daredevil, or as they call him in the book, I'm just going to refer to him as DD now because that's just what they keep calling him. Uh, Dee Dee and <laughs> Trapster are fighting. Trapster has a glider that he has been... That's how he's able to break into the building at such high heights, because he has a glider. So Daredevil and Trapster are fighting on the glider. Uh, they get into this big, big fight, and Matt looks, or Dee Dee looks like he's winning, but Trapster latches on some of these anti-gravity devices that the wizard had built onto Daredevil, which causes him to just kind of float away. And so yeah, see, this is Pace Pop Pete. <laughs> I know for a fact now. And so Trapster is like, "Cool, I'm not going to wait around to see if he actually dies. He's just going to float away, and that's good enough." So <laughs> Daredevil's floating away. Trapster's like, "I'm going to go kill the Fantastic Four now." So then he goes to the Baxter Building, uh, shoots his paste <laughs> on the Invisible Girl, and that's inappropriate. <laughs> it really was kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves a, a bomb there because she's stuck. She can't move. Uh, he leaves a bomb there that if anybody comes to the building and their body heat is anything above the normal temperature in the room, just their body heat alone will set off the bomb, killing everybody in the room. So he's waiting <laughs> for the Fantastic Four to show up to set off the bomb. Uh, and so he sets the bomb off, leaves, and... Matt on the or Daredevil on the other hand is taking these anti gravity discs off of him so he can get back down to the ground. Uh, he eventually gets them off. Decides to head to the uh, Baxter Building to save the Fantastic Four because he knows Trapster's heading there. 
Uh, he gets there, but he hears the ticking of the bomb, and he realizes, doesn't realize that it's a heat-sensitive bomb, but just realizes that there's a bomb. So he goes in, takes the bomb out, throws it out the window, explodes, and Trapster's like, that didn't happen inside the building. I got to go back and see what's going on. So he goes back. <laughs> him and Daredevil are fighting again. Uh, but Daredevil knows this time that he needs to get him off the glider in order to kind of take him out for sure. Uh, so they start fighting. Uh, Daredevil's able to get the glider down to the ground to bring the fight to the ground. They're fighting. They run through like a shopping mall and everything. But then Daredevil tackles them into the subway. They tumble down the stairs. Uh, Daredevil uh, uses his body to kind of shield Trapster so that he doesn't break his neck on the stairs. But mm. essentially what he does is just <laughs> he ragdolls himself down the stairs and then falls down the subway platform onto the tracks. And he kind of passes out for a minute. He's kind of out of it. But he comes to because he hears footsteps. But not just any footsteps. He hears metal footsteps so he thinks why is iron man down here you know in the subway <laughs> and then he finally comes to and he iron sees... man's so broke yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all he has left is his metal boots <laughs> he jumps his turnstile <laughs> trying to get on the subway now <laughs> so yeah he looks up and who's standing there none other than dr doom which I knew what was going to happen because I knew what story I was going to read, but the fact that <laughs> Doctor Doom and Daredevil, to me, do not seem like they are on the same level. Like, Doom does not need, like, he doesn't seem like he needs to be associated with somebody like Daredevil, in my eyes. No, it's like, there are certain characters that are, like, just high level, like, Iron Man, Fantastic Four, like... Captain America. Yeah, like world traveling. Like stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Like, those ones, I understand, like, if they run into Doctor Doom, because it's like, okay, like, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like, you guys, you guys are all huge, like, personalities. This is going to happen eventually. But, like, yeah, with Daredevil isn't, like, the person that you expect to be. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's street level versus, like, world level. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Dr. Doom's here. That's weird. And so that brings us to the beginning of the three issues that I read. So starting with Daredevil 37, uh, Daredevil kind of actually realizes that Doom is standing in front of him. And then Doom just beats the hell out of Daredevil. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no warning or anything. Just, like, punches. What are you doing in my subway? <laughs> like, punches, kicks. He, like, at one point punches him, which causes him to smack against the wall. And then picks him up, throws him on the ground. Like, it's just not giving the man a chance. He just fell down the stairs and, like, busted his ass. <laughs> But, but Doom is just, like, not letting up. And there's, like... Yeah, so, like, Doom is just, like, kicking his ass. And then there's... They're on the so they're in the subway, so there's people on the platform, and they're seeing all this happen. And some of the people are like, hey, like, that guy's just beating up Daredevil. Like, what the hell? Like, he's not even fighting back. <laughs> so there's, like, ten people up there, and they're like, we gotta help him. Let's get up. Let's get down there and help him out. And Doom is like, this doesn't concern you, peasants. And so he shoots, like, a ray of something that creates a wall of, like, glass or plastic or something. And it shields him and Daredevil. And Daredevil's finally out, like, not moving. And Doom just, like, picks him up. They leave the subway. And then he just throws him in the limo. <laughs> and Doom's just like, all right, back to the embassy we go. <laughs> well, keep in mind, if they were just, if Daredevil was just at the Baxter building fighting... Like, Doom saw him from his window. Yeah. <laughs> he was only... <laughs> Doom saw him going to the subway and quickly just went downstairs. <laughs> and just the fact that he still pulled out the limo for that? Yeah. Yeah, he pulled out the limo. And, like, it's funny because he throws him in the limo and Daredevil's in the back seat with Doom's goons. But Doom is, like, in the passenger seat. Just, like, hanging out. <laughs> so... Like, and it makes it seem like it's such a long drive, but 
uh, Daredevil's in the back seat. He decides he gets like he's conscious enough to kind of um, start fighting the goons. So he's trying to get out of the limo, beating up these goons in the back seat. But he's still pretty weak and dazed. Uh, and then they finally they're able to subdue him. And instead of finishing the drive, Doom just decides just hit the anti gravity uh, jets on the on the limo because those <laughs> his limos have that. So then they <laughs> why does everybody have this? <laughs> and it's weird because they just basically just like tear up the street and then it's like bunny hops the car to <laughs> you know their destination. So they get to the embassy. Uh, the police are the, uh, around the embassy, but they can't really do anything because Doom has diplomatic immu- immunity. So regular police, government can't do anything to Doom. When he's in his embassy, he is untouchable, pretty much. <laughs> and so he loads uh, Daredevil out of the limo, puts him in a little dungeon at the bottom of the embassy, and was like, you're just going to stay here until I'm ready to deal with you. And he leaves Daredevil, and Daredevil is like, I gotta get out of here. Like, I can't just wait around for Doom to have his way with me, whatever he's gonna do. So he starts feeling around the room, and he feels a a switch that leads to a hidden room. And so he hits the switch, uh, Daredevil gets out the room, and then he ends up in, like, this living room-looking, you know, lounge room. And he's just super confused, because he's like, why does this dungeon lead to this room? But little does he know is Doom's actually watching him. That was the whole plan all along. It's like he wanted him to get out of the dungeon into this room. And so he's in the room, and then all of a sudden, he's the furniture is just, like, huge. Like, he's, like, the size of a kid, and the furniture is, like, way bigger than he is. So he's like, what the hell's going on? And then after that, the room switches upside down, and then now he's on the ceiling, but everything else is where it's supposed to be. And then the room starts spinning. He's like losing. He feels like he's losing his mind kind of, but doom is on the intercom and he's like, you really thought it was going to be that easy to get out of the trap that I had for you. And so he was like, this has all been a test to figure out how durable you were and how strong you were to see if you were worthy of my experiment. And Daredevil was like, what do <laughs> so you do him into Alice in Wonderland? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, so what do you mean? And so Daredevil uh, gets out of that room and into another room that's just, like, kind of empty. And he gets there, and he feels like something's going on, but he just can't see anything. And all of a sudden, a, a, a tube falls on top of him, and he's within this tube. And then mm-hmm. Doom comes out of the shadows, and a tube comes down on him. And he explains to Daredevil that this was all a test to see how durable and strong he was, to see if he was worthy enough to... Uh, basically switch minds. So Dare- Doom had the idea to switch minds with Daredevil because his ultimate plan is to kill the Fantastic Four because they are the reason why he lost his cosmic powers when he stole his powers from the Silver Surfer in a different Fantastic Four issue. And so he knows Daredevil and uh, the Fantastic Four are super close, so he figures we switch minds, I can go there and kill them. And so that's what he does. He turns on the device. It switches their minds. So Doom's mind is now in Daredevil's body. Daredevil's mind is now in Doom's body. And that's where 37 ends. <laughs> but. <laughs> so it switches. They switch mind, or they switch bodies. 38 happens or starts. And Doom in Daredevil's body is already on his way to the Fantastic Four. <laughs> but he leaves Daredevil in his in Doom's body. He leaves him in the dungeon. So mm-hmm. he's just Doom, looking like Doom, stuck in a dungeon. And Daredevil's like, I need to get out of here. He's like, knowing Doom, though, he probably didn't tell his goons because they're all below him and he's an egotistical maniac. Yeah. <laughs> so he just didn't tell his goons that <laughs> what's happening. So he yells out, hey, guys, I'm stuck down here. Come help me. <laughs> and the the goons are like, oh, crap, we better... He's like, why is Doom yelling at us? And one of the goons is like, let's not find out. Let's just go get him and then figure out what's going on after. <laughs> so they get down there and they're like... They're like, why are you in a cage? And he's like, 
And Daredevil knows he has to play it up, so he's like, don't ask me questions, just get me out of the cage, I'm your ruler. And he's like, oh, oh I'm sorry, I'm sorry, sir, please forgive me, it's none of my business. <laughs> <laughs> and so Daredevil makes up the lie that, oh, I, I let Daredevil go, um, just to kind of keep the game going, and now let me out of here so I can go capture him. And so, meanwhile, we switch back to Doom in Daredevil's body, and he... <laughs> He just he's just strolling to the Baxter building, like uh, <laughs> literally, literally a leisurely walk to the Baxter building, like nothing. <laughs> but he doesn't realize that Matt Murdock is actually blind. So he what Daredevil obviously Daredevil is blind, so he doesn't see the world as we see it. He just sees it in kind of like sonar vision. So mm. Doom doesn't understand that he's blind, so he just assumes that his mask, Daryl's mask, it makes him see in the sonar vision type of <laughs> thing. So he's just like, cool, I don't understand it, but that's how it works. <laughs> <And it's, laughs> so he's just strolling on it, going through. And by this point, uh, Daredevil and Doom's body was like telling the goons, go find Daredevil and wait for me so I can, you know, finish the game. And so the mm-hmm. goons find Daredevil because he's just walking to the Baxter building and they're like, <laughs> we're going to rough you up, bud. And <laughs> Doom is like, don't you dare ruin my plans. He's like, you guys better listen to me. And they're like, why would we listen to you? You're Daredevil. <laughs> and Doom is tr- not even really trying to convince them that he's Daredevil. He's just telling them, listen to me, you idiots. Like, this is what's <laughs> what you're going to do. And so they're they're fighting somehow doom is like good at fighting in daredevil's body so he's laying waste to these guys but eventually he's tired of fighting them so he takes off his glove and he's like these people will know who i am because he has a doom ring that shoots out like laser beams or something (laughs) and so he he takes off the glove shoots them with the laser beams and he's like this should prove that i'm doomed now and uh the goons are like oh crap it's like you are doom i'm sorry so like don't hurt us we're, we're we apologize and he's like don't apologize just do what i'm about to tell you to do meanwhile we cut back to daredevil and doom's body and he knows doom is on his way to baxter building so he contacts the fantastic four sends him a, a radio message saying hey doom is on his way he's in my body uh watch out you know be on alert but the Fantastic Four get it, and they're like, "Who? why? They're confused. They're like, <laughs> Doom is talking to us, but I don't think it's Doom. But the thing is, like, I think it I think it may be Doom. But Reed is thinking Doom doesn't know our frequency, so there's something going on. They're, they're on alert. And so they're just, uh, they, they're on alert and everything. Uh, <laughs> because Daredevil or Doom told his goons to go find Dr. Doom, <laughs> which is Daredevil. <laughs> uh, Matt Murdock in Doom's body is also taking a leisurely stroll to find his body as well, too. So, <laughs> middle of the night, <laughs> this man in a metal suit is just walking down the street. <laughs> just <laughs> ho-hum, walking down the street, looking for a man in a red suit just walking down the street. See, I understand Doom. I understand Daredevil being in Doom's body, just kind of taking a stroll, because it's like, <laughs> it's like now he can see, like things are different. <laughs> He's like, I'll, I'll find my actual body when I find it. But like, I can see for the first <laughs> or for the first time in a long time. <laughs> that- but Doom in Daredevil's body was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> and, and like. Daredevil kind of does, he touches on it a couple times. He's like, yeah, I can see now. Like, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, he's, like, walking down the street, and the goons hear his metal ar- suit of armor come down the street, and they run into each other, and they're fighting and everything. Uh, Daredevil is kind of not used to how clunky and heavy the suit is, but he kind of uses it towards his, for his advantage because it is so heavy, and, like, he doesn't have to put so much energy into his hits. Uh, mm. so he's fighting the goons and then all of a sudden, or actually before he fights the goons, he's thinking to himself, oh man, it's quiet outside. Like, good thing there's no people out here or else like, this would be really weird. Like there's nobody <laughs> outside. 
but he's fighting the goons, and then all of a sudden, like, 20 people show up, like, just out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, and they're just, like, watching the fight go on, and then the cops show up, and they arrest the goons because Doom obviously has diplomatic immunity, so they can't arrest him. Mm-hmm. And there's these random goons just beating up this diplomat. So they arrest the goons, and they offer to give uh, Daredevil and Doom's body a ride back to the embassy. But he's like, no, I need to get to the Baxter building. And so he just runs off. But I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> why not just say, hey, can you just drop me off at the Baxter building? <laughs> like, yeah, they're willing to help you yeah. out. Like, they don't, they have no fear of you at all. They're like, hey, can we just help yeah. you out, take you back home? Like, you live right around the corner. <laughs> it's not like they were just going to, like, drop you off in front of the house and watch you walk in. Like, they can't make you do anything. And mm. so, yeah. He just runs off, and he's like, I got to get to the Baxter building. Got to get to the Baxter building. But he changes his mind midway. He comes up with his own plan. So he ends up running into Doom in his body, and instead of fighting, he just says, here, take this and listen to it at a certain time. So it's like a radio device. Mm -hmm. So he hands him the radio device, and he leaves. He's like, just make sure you listen at this time. And so he basically goes back to the embassy, reaches out back to uh, Latveria, which is Doom's country, which he rules over. And he basically tells the armies, invade all of the neighboring countries around Latveria. He's like, just invade (laughs) them. Uh, Don't ask questions. This is your ruler. But invade these countries. (laughs) And he announces that, but... Doom and Daredevil's body is listening at the time, and he's like, this madman is about to start a war. Like, we'll surely lose if all these countries... And I'm thinking to myself, Daredevil is willing to murder <laughs> millions yeah. of people. That's like... <laughs> like, I get it. You guys switch bodies, and you're not cool with it, but, like... <laughs> you just started, like, a civil war over there. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> so he, he starts this impending war... And uh, he's at the embassy. So Doom in Daredevil's body decides, I got to fix this. So he turns around, heads back to the embassy, and was like, what the hell are you doing? And he's like, well... How has uh, he still not made it to the Baxter <laughs> building at this point? <laughs> he's just taking his time. <laughs> and so <laughs> he, uh, Daredevil in Doom's body is like, well, the only way to fix this is by you telling them not to you know, invade these countries, but they're obviously not mm. going to listen to Daredevil telling them, you have to switch back with me. And then, so Doom is like, fine, we'll switch back. So they switch bodies back. Daredevil destroys the machine. I don't know why he doesn't think Doom can just not make another machine, but he destroys <laughs> it, and Doom is, tells him, okay, you're good to go, whatever. And Daredevil's like, really? He's And then Doom's just like, well, yeah, like, my plan was to kill a Fantastic Four, like, I really don't care if you live or die. <laughs> like, but I'm not just going to kill you just to kill you. And then Daredevil's like, all right, cool. So he just leaves. But as the moment he leaves, Doom is like, well, I'm not going to let this slide. Like, I'm going to kill both of them. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, reaches out to the Fantastic Four again, but tells them Daredevil's still on his way, but he doesn't tell them to switch back. <laughs> And so uh, Daredevil in his body again is on his way to the Fantastic Four just to kind of, you know, clear the air and tell them everything that's going on. And that's the end of issue 38. And then we'll go on to Fantastic Four 73. And this is kind of where things kind of get a little chaotic for some reason. (laughs) So Daredevil's heading to the Baxter building telling them, He's going to tell them everything that happened, what Doom was planning, why he's after revenge and everything. And the Fantastic Four, who are actually the Fantastic Three in this issue, because they sent Sue Sue off to somewhere for some reason. So it's just Reed, Johnny, and Ben just hanging out at the building. And they get the message from Doom saying that Daredevil's still in his body, uh, and vice versa. And so... They, they're just like, we gotta, we gotta take him out when he gets here. So Daredevil's swinging there on his way, and Johnny just goes all in on him, trying to, I don't know if he's trying to incinerate him or just knock him out, <laughs> but he's going all in. And 
Matt doesn't know how to tell him that it's really me. Like, he, throughout this issue, keeps telling himself and everyone else, I don't know how to make you believe that it's really me. <laughs> so, <laughs> they keep thinking he's either Doom in his body or some kind of robot, but he's just like, I don't know what to tell you guys. So, they just keep coming at him, and Johnny is coming at him hard, but he is on a water tower. So, he's Daredevil standing on the water tower, Johnny's coming at him. And the last second, he jumps out the way, and Johnny crashes into the water tower and knocks himself out, mm. covered in water. Uh, but this brings to the attention of Spider-Man, who's just swinging by. So Spider-Man comes. Hell? Yeah, it's a random cameo. <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> shows up. He's, like, talking to Daredevil and, like, trying to figure out what's going on. And Daredevil's trying to explain it to him, but Spidey won't shut up. So he's like, you know what you need? <laughs> he's like, I'll help you out. But let me go grab Thor. I just seen him down the street too. <laughs> and Daredevil just like, wait, I don't, I don't need help. What are you doing? <laughs> but by the time you can get any words out, Spidey's already down the street talking to Thor to have him come help. And Daredevil's just like, I'm just gonna take care of this myself. So he continues on to the Baxter Building. Spidey and Thor are on the way. Uh, he gets to the Baxter Building. Reed and Ben are just like you're doomed, we're going to take you out. So they start beating him up, and Daredevil doesn't know how to, like, really take care of himself. He's, like, trying to take care of Reed, but he's stretching all over him. Ben's, like, <laughs> punching him, like, full force. Like, even if even if this is doom in his body, like, that's still your friend's body that you're, like, pummeling. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to turn into a pulp. Like, when they switch back, like, he's going to be in some real bad yeah. pain. <laughs> so... They're beating him up. Uh, Spidey and Thor are on the way to the building. Johnny wakes up and starts tries to intercept them. So Spidey and Johnny uh, go at it. Thor and the Thing start going at it. They're throwing blows. Uh, ben is kind of stupid in this issue because he has a feeling that they're that they're not robots. That they're actually the heroes. <laughs> But he still continues to fight them. Like <laughs> he, he has like a twenty percent feeling, like oh, these might be the guys, but I'm still gonna whoop some ass. So <laughs> he still fights them. Uh, Spidey and Johnny uh, are going at it. Spidey makes Johnny crash into some chemical building, and it blows up, taking Johnny out of the fight. And then that's the last we see of Spider-Man until the end. Um, ben and Thor are fighting. And at this moment, Thor doesn't have his powers either because in a previous Thor issue, uh, he had lost them due to Odin taking him, his, taking away his power. So he's still has some of his strength, but he's not at full strength. Uh, and somehow, some way during the fight, <laughs> he becomes worthy enough to have his strength back. So <laughs> him and Banner, middle mid fight, he just disappears, and <laughs> we don't see him again. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> all right, Reed, I'm worthy now. Peace. Yeah, <laughs> Reed and uh, Daredevil are fighting, and Reed still doesn't believe that Daredevil is Daredevil. And again, Daredevil doesn't know how to prove himself. And they're fighting, and they're about to come to like final blows. And then who shows up but Sue Storm or Sue Richards in this case now because they're married? Uh, she shows up and she's like, "Stop, stop! Like this really is Daredevil." And they're like, "Well, how do you know?" And she says that. Doom is on TV right now calling back his army from invading all these other countries. <laughs> and then they're just like, oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Cool. Thanks for telling us. <laughs> all right, Daredevil. See you later, man. <laughs> and that's the end of it. <laughs> of, course, of course it is. Of course. So the woman when comes you said in. it got chaotic. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, they'll probably fight. Like, no big deal. But, like, I didn't expect all these people to show up. Yeah, no, like, all the, like, they just show up and not even really do too much. But, yeah, no, that's, not. that's the end. It ends with the woman coming in and clearing up all the hyper-masculine aggressiveness just by telling them what's, what's actually <laughs> happening. It's, I mean, it's kind of telling that every time, like, all these guys get together, they just start fighting, and then one of the women shows up and they're like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> My bad. 
Well, yeah, it was it was a crazy three issues, especially with the the mind swap and just the kind of like this this whole thing could have just been cleared up if people would just communicate with each other. You know, yeah. like if Doom would have just told his lackeys what's happening, that would have saved him the trouble of having to deal with <laughs> Doctor Doom. Yeah, he could have Daredevil. actually made it. Granted, he took forever to get to the Baxter Building. Yeah. When you can see it from your office, you should, <laughs> like he was just having too much fun with the sonar vision. But overall, uh, this whole story arc was it was interesting. It it was kind of weird. I I felt like it didn't have to jump to the Fantastic Four like issue. You know, like it could have been Daredevil yeah. thirty seven through thirty nine if they wanted to. Mm. There was no point in having it be a Fantastic Four issue just to add Spider-Man and Thor in there and everything. Like, it was just really weird. Um, the storytelling itself was okay. There was a lot of, like, just weirdness to it. Like, everything just, like I said, everything could have been cleared up and just that kind of, like, stupidity kind of <laughs> annoyed me. Um, there was a whole kind of, like, side story not really a whole side story, but just kind of kept popping in where, with Foggy and this woman that uh, he was kind of in love with and everything. But mm-hmm. for some reason, like, it, it just kept kind of popping up randomly when it didn't need to. Like, there was a part where, uh, for some reason, Foggy's just looking out the window, and he sees the woman that he is in love with, and mm-hmm. <laughs> she walks past Daredevil, or Doom in Daredevil's body, and he's just like, get away from me, woman. I have no time for you. <laughs> just pushes her aside. <laughs> and she's like trying to thank him because Daredevil helped her at one point. But she, he's just like, move. <laughs> and Foggy's like, this jerk. <laughs> Freaking Mike over here. What is his problem? Yeah, that's what he's like. Who does this Mike think he is? He just pushed her out the way. <laughs> But overall, I mean, I give this probably like, I give it three wet pets out of five. It wasn't terrible. It was kind of fun just to read just for the laughs in a way. But story wise, it was just kind of pointless. <laughs> it was funny in a in a way because they weren't they weren't trying to be funny here at all. Yeah, funny in an ironic um, way. Yeah, but I like halfway through you telling it i was like this is a bad story yeah <laughs> like this is like the worst freaky friday ever <laughs> so i think i'm I'm probably gonna have to give this a two two web heads on this one yeah like i'm i'm, I'm still gonna read it because it, it was funny and it just seems way too chaotic for no reason <laughs> and also like i always just like Spider-Man's like your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man and he's always just in New York. But he never like shows up for shit. <laughs> <laughs> like there's a lot of stuff that's going on in New York City and it's like okay, all of the police force is here to handle this, but Spider-Man's not showing up. Yeah. He's not even checking to see like what's going on. <laughs> and then this is like the first time I've seen him show up like Hey, what's going on over here? <laughs> <laughs> that that probably him showing up and then heading like taking off and then bringing back Thor to help <laughs> is probably what saved the story for me. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think that's what saved me because I'm not a huge Daredevil fan, so I've read like a couple different um, stories of Daredevil, but for the most part, I just he doesn't really do much for me story wise. Yeah, so. As I was reading these, I was kind of just, not skimming them, but I was just kind of moving on to the next panel. I would read the bubble real quick and then move on. Um, yeah. But, like, the whole Switch thing, it was just, like, there was so much over-explanation and everything. And, oh, if you, and they kept doing, like, the footnotes at the bottom where, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, if you guys remember this thing from last issue, because we don't remember it, or do you yeah. guys remember <laughs> that they switched bodies? And it's like, if you have to keep reminding us, you know the story is just too much going on. Yeah. But yeah, but, over overall, 
not the best story. I would say read it just for the laughs, like you said. Um, mm-hmm. But definitely don't. It's not going to be anyone's favorite issues of anything. I, I don't believe so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with that, uh, who I'll let you. Yeah, who who are you putting on your team? Because I chose last week. Oh man, who do I'm replacing somebody for sure this week. I'm replacing. I'm gonna replace the wizard this week, and I'm gonna go with Doom. Doom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna. Take I, Doom, I'm so. going with I'm going with Doom. And, yeah, I'm going with Doom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was gonna try to clarify, but I don't want to <laughs> walk myself into a box here. <laughs> I think I'm also going to replace somebody. I'm gonna take Officer Betty out, and. Replace her with Thor. So, I think that's... Yeah, I mean, you got his powers back, so I think you're good there. Yeah. So, yeah. I think <laughs> now on my team, who do I have? I have Thor. Who did I pick last week? Uh, oh, the Hulk. I got Thor, the Hulk. Uh, Thor on my team? You have uh, Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Miss America. Shang-Chi. Um, Hulk. And, and who did you Thor. pick this week? And Thor. Yeah, I got now your solid team's team. not bad. Yeah, now your team's not too bad. I still don't think you're beating mine. <laughs> but actually, I I shouldn't have picked Midnight's on that episode. Yeah, I was when you last week. I thought you were going to replace them, and you just kept them. So I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> well, last week I couldn't think of like anybody to like actually replace them with. It didn't seem worth it. <laughs> so, because <laughs> it's like I already have no more on my team, and then who am I gonna replace Midnight Sun with? Crank. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then I have I have Thing, Spider Man, No More, Midnight Sun, and now I have Doctor Doom. That's still a pretty solid team. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. It's gonna fall apart sooner or later, but. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. That is a, the Freaky Friday type episode. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely, yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that was, it, was, it was definitely funny, so I'm going to go read it. And I think everybody else should if you have the opportunity to. But that was not a good story. Yeah, and if you guys, I'd say if you guys want to read these or... um. You know, after we talk about them, if you guys are interested, uh, this is not a promotion and we're not sponsored by them, but the Marvel Unlimited app is only like $10 a month and you get pretty much 99% of all Marvel comics that have come out, you know, three months ago or later. Like our first episode is comics that came out in 1939. Like, yeah, they have literally almost everything Marvel wise. And if you guys are ever interested in any characters that we haven't talked about or anything, like you can look at them there and kind of read up on people. I would say do it mm-hmm. if you're yeah. if you're. Because yeah, I think comics. like you said, it's nine ninety. It's around nine ninety nine a month. If you do a monthly, I think if you do like the year's price, it's if you can do that. Uh, the year price, I believe, is sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. So it ends up being uh, cheaper if you do the year, but. It's definitely worth it. Like we said, we we read all this stuff on there. And they you can separate it by event, uh, by character. If you only want to read stories about that have uh the wizard in it, then they'll pull up every one of them. Yeah. And you can read on your phone, your tablet. Uh so anyway like I used to read on my phone and it kinda like zooms in on the panel too, so you can see like clearly and read clearly and everything and then it'll kind of move to the next panel um or if you're on your tablet it just looks like you're reading a regular comic book um yeah i definitely recommend it especially if if you want to read comic books but you know you don't want to have all the the clutter of the books or if you just don't have the space definitely do it because that that was my issue clutter is a a pain i only like from when i started reading like was that nine ten years ago now I only have like 
25 comic books left because like I like the covers of them. But just keeping all that, it it ends up being a lot. So it's like, yeah, it saves you the clutter. It it saves you the price of having to try to go back and find those online somewhere. Um, which is great. And but like my brother said, we're not sponsored yet. Yet, if you're listening, Marvel, Marvel, Marvel Unlimited team, we're cheap. Uh, Disney, we'll take fifty bucks a month. <laughs> 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 don't listen to what he said <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> we're not talking numbers on the podcast but if if you guys are listening any of those teams Disney, Marvel Marvel Unlimited uh, you can reach out to us you know where to find us but until then this is uh, another podcast down like every other week we will be back next week with another event, it's been, it was a good one. It, the story was bad, but your telling of it was funny, so I'll give, <laughs> I'll give you that. It's been good this week. I will talk to you guys later. All right, guys. See you later. See ya. Now,